take you down the Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. Well, school days are here again. Long, hungry days for the youngsters with no running in and out of doors for something to eat all day long. It's very important now that you give them something nourishing and sustaining in the morning before you pack them off to school. Horlicks, for instance. Youngsters like to drink Horlicks, and it's a fine, nourishing food drink for them. They can't help but benefit from the vitamins, the bodybuilding elements that every glass of Horlicks contains. They need its nourishment and fine sustaining powers. That's why I suggest you always keep a package handy in the pantry. Give it to them for lunch, too, and last thing at night. You can get it in a choice of flavors, either natural or chocolate. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. Since Evelina Schultz, the school mom, returned to Pine Ridge to resume her teaching duties, the stockholders of the Great Western Sterling Silver Company are complaining that Lum is neglecting his duties as president and general manager of the mine to carry on his courtship. As we look in on our friends today, Lum and Abner have been out with their rolling grocery store all morning, and we find Grandpappy Spears down at Dick Huddleston's store expressing his views of the silver mine. Listen. Well, I wouldn't blame Lum too much, Grandpappy. He figured it was a good investment, or he wouldn't have sold it to you, naturally. Well, I bought it on his recommendation, though. Figured he knowed what he was talking about. Well, Lum was just selling the stock for Squire Skin. He didn't get anything out of it except a little commission. And I think he turned around and invested his commission back in the company, bought stock with him. Yeah, Lum was president of the company, though. He's responsible for the whole business. Well, yes, but Squire just made him president so that all the people here in town would have more confidence in the silver mine. Squire was smart enough to know that they wouldn't trust him to buy anything. That's what I say. Folks around here invested in it on account of Lum being president, and it's up to him to see if they get their money back. Well, Lum's trying his best, Granddad. Trying nothing. Evelina Schultz is back in town. That's all he did since she come back, just chase over our sister Simpsons to see her. Well, he's trying his best to sell it, though. It's a pretty hard job to just go out and find a buyer for a silver mine right off. And he ought to go out there in Arizona where it's at. If there's any silver in there, I start digging it out and dividing it amongst the stockholders. Well, that's the trouble. Squire took all the money they got from the sale of stock and skipped out with it. And now there's nothing left for Lum to operate on. Yeah, you know, I don't believe Squire figured that mine was any count to start with. Why, no, of course he didn't. I tried to tell you fellows that when you were putting every nickel you could scrape together into it, and you wouldn't listen to me. Yeah, it sounded awful good, though, the way they told it. Yeah, it sounded good. Yeah, I thought I'd be so rich by this time I'd never have to do another day's work as long as I live. Well, just remember this, Grandpad. Any time anybody tries to sell you anything that sounds that good, there must be something wrong with it, or they'd sure keep it for themselves. Yeah, does look that way, don't it? I'd just love to know how much money is spent that way every year. People invest in their savings in some get-rich-quick scheme, trying to get something without working for it. And the sad part about it is that invariably it's someone that can least afford to do it. Yeah, and yeah, there was a time in my life when it hurt me any worse to lose a hundred dollars than it does right now. Taxes is due, long ways past due for that goal. Winter coming on, I just don't see how we're going to make it. Yeah, it's a shame. But it may be that Tom can work the thing out some way to get your money back, if you'll just give him enough time. I know what he wants to do the right thing about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what I means well. Well, I feel awful sorry for him, Grandpa. 
Fire Skimp cleaned up about $3,000 and left Lum holding a sack. He's got all the responsibilities of it, and Squire got all the money. Of course, he did give Lum what stock there was left. Yeah, yeah, he done that. See, Lum's got 57% of the stock now, counting what Squire gave him. Controlling interest. Yeah, but he had to give Squire a written agreement, assuming all responsibilities of the company. Squire's entirely out of it now. Yeah. Well, I'm going just sell it and get a part of our money back. It wouldn't be so bad. No, no. Reckon what that fellow that was in here a while ago was wanting with him. Well, I don't know. He just asked who the manager of the Great Western Sterling Silver Mining Company was, and I told him it was Lum. Yeah, I hope he's wanting to buy the mine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he went over to Lum's house to see him. And Lum ain't home. He isn't. No, I seen him and Abner over at Caleb Weehan's blacksmith shop when I come by a while ago. Still working on that trailer for Lum's office. <laughs> Haven't they got that thing ready yet? <laughs> no, and that's the foolishest idea I ever heard of, hooking that trailer on behind that rolling grocery store. That thing's big enough now without hooking nothing else on it. Yeah. Well, Lum says he's going to use that for an office, you know, for the silver mine. Yeah, I know, I know. And that's the reason they let me go, too. He figures having the office right along with him that way, why... He can look after the silver mining business and work in the store bowls. He's aiming on just sitting back there in the office until Abner gets so busy he can't take care of the customers, and then he'll just go up there in the store for a while. <laughs> well, more like the Abner won't like that very well. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yonder they come in. Yeah, <laughs> and them two always tickles me. Never walk along together. <laughs> Lum's always about ten foot in the lead, and Abner trailing along behind. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they make a great pair. Lum takes such long steps, Abner might not have to go and try to keep up with him. <laughs> well, come in, Lum, come in. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Uh, fell in here looking for you a while ago, Lum. Looking for me? Who, who was he? Well, he didn't say. He's just looking for the manager of the silver mining company. Well. Hey, howdy, man. Hey, howdy, Abner. How you, Abner? Why, like taller there looking. The feller never said what he's wanting, did he? No, I told him where you live, and I guess he went over there. I told Richard here, Lum. I told him I, I hope it's somebody wanting to buy the mine off of you. I, Granny's, that's about what it is, too. <laughs> somebody wanting to buy the mine. Uh, what sort of looking feller was he, Dick? Did he look like a millionaire? <laughs> well, I don't know about that, Lum. He was a very nice looking feller, well dressed and all. Well, he'll never find nobody no easier to deal with, I'll tell him that. <laughs> you'll sell it to him, will you? Oh, you bet your life. He better not make me over on it. He's done it <laughs> up right now. I'm carrying my stock certificates right around with me here, just hoping somebody will make me offer on it. Yeah, that's yeah, If he makes you any kind of offer at all on that mine, I'm just take him right up on it. I want to get my money out of it. Well, of course, I want to horse swap with him a little bit. I don't want to just take him up on the first offer he makes. Mine, no, of course not. He's come here to buy it, why, he'll do better than his first offer on it. Everybody always does. He ain't going to offer his high price the first time. Why, of course not. Well, I don't know that he's even interested in buying it, Lum. He just asked where the manager was. Yeah. And I hope that's what he's wanting from and eating my money out of it bad. Well, everybody needs it, Grandpap. You ain't the only one. I need my money out of it, too. No, you fellas will just be patient. I'm doing everything I can to expose of it. I wrote an advertisement this morning and mailed it into the newspaper there at the county seat of putting it up for sale. Paid for it out of my own pocket, too. Well, that's too bad. Well, I don't like to complain none, Lum, but it just looks to me like you've had time or plenty to do something with it if you aim to. What about all them promises you made whenever you sold me that stock? How rich I was going to get and all that. Well, I thought you would, too, Granddad. I was just telling everybody what Squire told me to tell them. 
And it's up to you to get our money back for us. We're holding you responsible. Well, now, Grandpap, he told you he's done all he could. Don't pay no attention to him, Mom. He's just mad because we don't need him on a store no more and had to let him go. That's all. That's all. Ain't no such a thing. Yeah, too. I ain't done it yet, Peabody. You just keep your mouth out of here. I know what's the matter with you. Just mad and trying to take it out on long. If you want to know it, my taxes is way past due. I got a hearing from the collector this morning saying my place was on the delinquent list and going to be sold for taxes if I don't do something about it. I've just got to raise the money. That's all there are to it. Well, if there's any way to do it, Granddad, you, I'll sure get you the money for you. You know that. I'd feel awful bad if you was to lose your place just on account of me selling you that stock. I know you would, Rom. I know you would. I ain't trying to work uh, no hardships on you. Wait a minute, Rom. Wait a Here comes that fellow back there. Huh? Oh, is that him? Yeah, that's him. Well, I seen him go by the blacksmith shop while ago and wondered who he was. Must have been heading for my place then. Yeah, more likely was. Now, Lum, don't try to ask too much for it and scare him out of buying it. Now, Grandpap, let's me and you just stay out of this now and let Lum handle it the way he wants to. Yeah. Well, come right in, sir. I'm sorry I caught you that walk for nothing. Here's the man you want to see right here. Yes, sir. I'm president and general manager of the Silver Company. Edwards is my name. I'm Edwards. How do you do, Mr. Edwards? Donahue is my name. I'm proud to make you acquainted, sir. Sit down. Uh, Abner, get up and let Mr. Donahue have that box. Oh, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sit down, sir. I went over to your house, but evidently there was no one home. No, no, I live there by myself, and whenever I ain't there, well, <laughs> there ain't nobody there. Yes, why, uh, Mr. Edwards, I understand that you're selling stock in the silver mine located in Arizona. Well, uh, we have been, yeah. Yeah. We ain't been selling none here late to speak of. See, you might not everybody in town's already bought some of it. Yes, I understood that you'd sold quite a bit around here. Oh, my. <laughs> Couldn't hardly get the stock printed fast enough there for a while. No. It's a good invest, all right. Special if it works out like we think it will, or like we hope it will. Yes, well, I wanted to get all the particulars. Mm, I reckon you just want to buy the whole shebang, though, huh? No, I don't know that I want to buy any of it. I just wanted to hear all about it. Oh, yeah, well... <laughs> Tell you all about it, anything you want to know. Well, I'd just like to know a little about the company, Mr. Edwards, the value of the stock. Well, it's out there in Arizona, and um, according to them that saw it, it's uh, 14 carat sterling silver that's in it. Yeah. And there's a world of plenty of it in there. Just go in there and take great chunks out of it with your bar hand. Yeah, uh, Squire Skimp, he brought a whole big chunk back with him. I've seen it myself. Said it was solid silver. Now, uh, Abner, I'll talk to Mr. Donahue here. Oh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and I'd love mighty well to have you in the company with us if you could see your way clear to buy some stocks. Uh, you just buy a few shares. It ought to be enough to make you rich. Uh, what are the shares worth, Mr. Edwards? Well... <laughs> Right now, I could run sort of an extra special on them, sort of a Monday special, you know. We've been getting $50 a share for it, but you know, just to be right honest with you, we've got one stockholder in the company that's needing his money back of it mighty bad right now to pay his taxes with, keep him losing his place. So today, I'd offer you uh, three shares of stock for the same price we've been getting for two, $100, cash. So I can let him have his money back. Three shares for a hundred dollars, huh? Yes, sir. And I give you my word, that's the first time that price has ever been cut. One nickel. It's a bargain, it's that. All right, Mr. Edwards. We can just make out three shares in my name. I'll take it. Well, good for you. Hey, Granny's grandpap, there's your tax money for you right there. I know that. Mm-hmm. That takes care of grandpap's taxes, all right. But who is this Mr. Donahue? 
Mm, two minutes left. Let's use it to hear what Miss Marcella Ridge of Waverly Hills, Kentucky, says in a recent letter. It's something that concerns you all. I was up late all in January, and later on my appetite wasn't so good. I listened to your program, so I thought I'd try Holics myself. Well, I did, and I liked it very much. After my first package, I had my mother get me another one. And here's the point of my letter. When she asked the clerk for Horlicks, he asked her to try his brand. Well, she did, and I didn't like it one bit. It didn't even taste like melted milk. So after this, we're going to get nothing but Horlicks. And since taking it, I've begun to eat and sleep and feel fine. The other patients, too, have noticed a change in me. I feel like a new person. Well, that's fine, Miss Ridge. We're glad to hear it. It's too bad about that substitution, though. We really can't urge our listeners enough to always be sure and insist on Horlicks, the original. This is Carlton Bricker, speaking for Lum and Abner and Horlicks. We now bid you all goodbye until tomorrow at the same time.